It is game day. Gabe DeArmond and Mitchell Forty here. Going to give you the uh, quick and dirty version of the Missouri-South Carolina preview. And before we get into this game, to me, the by far the most interesting series Missouri's had since they joined the SEC. And really, I know everybody wants to measure themselves against Georgia and, and maybe against Florida. This is the team right now Missouri should measure itself against. Get past South Carolina. Measure yourself against them, not only this week, but this season. And then, you know, then maybe you put Florida and Georgia in your sights over the next couple of years. Actually, I think they could get Florida this year. But this is the program that I think if you win this game, if you finish ahead of them, your season probably went decently. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with how the, the SEC East is shaping up this season with Tennessee and Vanderbilt probably relatively assured to be the the bottom two teams in the east you know if you're then ahead of south carolina you're in the top half of the division so uh yeah i mean it's definitely uh you know it, it's been a wacky series uh the teams have been similar enough that it's been, there's been a lot of close games uh unfortunately for missouri they have not come out on top of yeah. those games in recent years so uh it would be a huge step for Barry Odom and the program to, to just get a win against South Carolina under their belt because, like you mentioned, it, it is kind of the program against which you compare yourself, and they haven't done that since 2015. Yeah, the, the good news for Missouri, Connor Shaw can't play in this game. The bad news, it's still not a starting quarterback for <laughs> South Carolina. I mean, it technically is, but Ryan Holinsky took over really two-thirds of the way through game one. Jake Bentley out for the season, I think it's a foot injury. Um I think South Carolina has the potential to be a better team with Holinsky than it was with Bentley. Everything I've heard out of that Columbia this week reminds me of young Drew Locke yep. when they're talking about Ryan mm -hmm. Holinsky. Like, he has got the talent that he is going to make some throws that you just go, there aren't very many guys that can make those throws. And then he's also going to make a few throws that you go, a lot of guys are smart enough not to make that throw, <laughs> yeah, you know, yep. and, and that's not an insult. He's a freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And I watched that first half of that game against Alabama, and there was one in particular that stuck out where he threw it in double coverage in the end zone. It looked like a sure pick, but he put enough on it that it squeezed through a window and was the touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, he he's super talented. Uh, Missouri offered him. He's a four-star recruit. He, uh, I mean, he's he's got he's obviously very raw. He's played for you know basically one and a third real games. I don't think Charleston right. Southern really counts. And it was against Alabama. So, that, you know, how, how can you predict how you feel coming out of a game like that? I mean, like we saw with Drew Locke his freshman year when, when he kind of, you know, when that team kind of got beat, beat down, yeah. he did not respond super well, which I think is natural for a freshman. So there's a lot of unknowns. I mean, first road start. So yeah. certainly uh, I think that'll be obviously, you know, a, a very key factor in this game is, is to, if, Ryan Helensky makes a couple true freshman mistakes and throws a few interceptions. Missouri's chances of winning goes up tremendously if he's really good. You know, South Carolina's offense has the weapons to, to move yeah. the ball and score points. I think we'll find out a little more about Missouri's past defense than we know right now. I predict it will not be ranked second in the country after this <laughs> Probably game. Probably not. Uh, if they hold Ryan Helensky to 94 yards passing, they will win this game. Um, yeah. On the other side of the ball, and something we really haven't talked about, to me – Missouri's quarterback in this game is going to be really interesting because, first of all, South Carolina's pass defense, and specifically their secondary, isn't very good. Mm -hmm. Like people, uh, you know, we had Colin Taylor from, from Gamecock Central on our podcast, and he talked about Kelly Bryant having a chance to throw for 400 yards. I'm actually interested to see if this is the week we see Kelly Bryant get to run the football a yeah. little bit because he really hasn't done it yet, and I think it's been a combination of the coaches not wanting to call his number and in the back of his head, Bryant saying, 
I don't want to risk running here in this game. Mm-hmm. Even in Wyoming, which they lost, I think it was kind of in their heads, we're going to win this game, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't, uh, so maybe he should have run a little bit more in that game. But I'm waiting for the game where, like, Kelly Bryant's been good as a passer, but clearly still what makes him a potential really good college quarterback is the threat to take off, and we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, absolutely. And Barry Odom kind of said on Tuesday that, you know, the team instructed him in some of these early season games, especially against Simo. You know, not here, not yet. We need you to stay healthy right. for an entire season. But that kind of that kind of ends when you get to conference play. You know, it's time to and and I think especially given the fact that Missouri hasn't shown what that might look like, you know that that could could add uh, add something to the offense. Uh, I think I think in the matchup of Mizzou offense for South Carolina defense, the whole key is you got to stop. South Carolina's defensive tackles, Zach Pickens and Javon Kinlaw, they're they're good enough to to really kind of wreck a game. Kinlaw, especially, I think he's a potential first round pick. So if they can handle those guys, uh, South Carolina's secondary has has not been very good. And yeah, I would expect Mizzou to be able to to move the ball. I know a lot of people think this game's going to be a shootout, like maybe have to get into the 40s to win, and and that might be the case. I didn't pick that. Um, I also didn't pick Missouri because. I'll be honest, a lot of times when I do predictions, I say, what is the thing that if I'm wrong, I can defend it? Yeah. I can defend picking South Carolina in this game because they they win it every year. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I think this is going to be a fourth quarter game that comes down to somebody making a play in the last six minutes. And right now, even with the true freshman quarterback, I trust South Carolina to do that more than Missouri. I think Missouri's the better team. It's not going to surprise me if Missouri wins. It's not really going to surprise me if Missouri wins by 14 points. But I picked South Carolina 30 to 27. Yeah, we're exactly on the same page. I, uh, you know, it's just it's it's really hard to imagine. Missouri winning a game like this because I haven't seen them really do it under right. Barry Odom, especially against this opponent. I mean, you know, I think they're the better team. I think there's definitely a chance that that they could force a few turnovers and win by two possessions, like you said. But if it comes down to it, you know, it just we've we've seen Missouri's teams, you know, kind of fail to to make enough plays in these scenarios more often than they have succeeded. So uh, I'm very similar. I think I picked South Carolina like 33, 31. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Uh, the good news is we're done having to guess, and we'll all know here in a few hours, depending on when you're listening to this. So Mizzou, South Carolina, 3 o'clock. Follow our coverage all day long, all weekend long. Thanks for listening.